on ABC Local Radio. You're with Rod Quinn. Time to talk health and fitness, which we do every Saturday morning with Professor Gordon Lynch. He is the head of physiology at the University of Melbourne and tweets at Gordon S. Lynch. Gordon, good morning. Good morning, Rod. You know, from time to time, you like to talk about the properties and powers of various types of foods. And this morning, you'd like to discuss pomegranates. Now, what is it about a pomegranate that apparently is good for you? Well, it, it could be the ingredients in a pomegranate. And this is the, the latest research that's, that's come out and published in a very prestigious journal called Nature Medicine, showing that potentially it, uh, this particular molecule within the pomegranate could have anti-aging properties. So it's something that I think it's worth talking about, but also putting it in context, thinking, well, has it been tested in humans yet and, and does it really have the thing or is it just an exciting bit of research that needs to be followed up? And, and I think I'd like to sort of tease that out a bit more. Okay, so anti-aging, there really is no such thing. We all age. That mm. cannot be stopped. So when people are actually referring to something as anti-aging are they talking about visible signs of aging or slowing the aging process what are we actually talking about yeah i think more accurately it's about slowing the aging process of course aging is inevitable and i think we we, we face up to that fact and and so many products on the shelves that we see are all with this thing anti-aging this and you rub it into your skin and you remove the wrinkles and all these sorts of things I think we need, it's, it's about how society perceives ageing and we have this view that we must remain useful at all costs. All those sorts of things that, that, that feed into this sort of strategy of anti-ageing. But realistically, there are things that we can do to slow down the rate at which ageing occurs because what we want to do is preserve the capacity to have um, independent living. So to maintain an equality of life, that means we can be able-bodied for as long as possible so that we have independence. And I think that's a more realistic approach to anti-ageing. The idea would be let's preserve our, our body function for as long as we can. And that's why Many of these different studies get published, have these different things that are identified that potentially have these properties, and in, in this latest one is coming from pomegranates. Okay, now, pomegranates. I know there's pomegranate juice you can buy. I mm -hmm. saw a fascinating movie sponsored by a particular brand of pomegranate juice that was all about um, product placement in movies. That's about all okay. I know about pomegranates or that I know that you can get juice out of them. I don't know that I've ever seen them in a store on sale, but I presume they must be there. I just don't happen to look for them. Firstly, oh, they're there. are they really? Okay, what do they even look like, Gordon? Well, they're a very interesting looking. They're sort of very glorious red colour. And if you cut them, sort of do a cross-section and cut them in half, they have these little fruits inside, the sort of seeds inside them. And it's, it's really... Um, a very unique looking fruit and it's it's native to the Middle East it's in, you know, cultivated in, in Mediterranean countries uh, in Afghanistan India China Japan Russia some parts of the US as well so the edible parts that are the fruit which make up 80% of the weight and the, the the juice that you can squeeze out of it is a rich source also of what we call antioxidant polyphenol so there's um, the, the, the thing that gives the juice its red colour, so that, that those sorts of plant chemicals that give the red colour, that, that has 
potentially antioxidant properties or even anti-inflammatory effects. So all of these different fruits and, and colourful fruits have these different compounds which we think have these uh, antioxidant or anti-inflammatory effects. And, yeah. and that's what's what we're trying to explore. How can we identify what are these particular yeah. ingredients within these different fruits? Now, we should point out at this point that you have nothing to do with the pomegranate industry. You are merely reporting that this study exists. Yeah, uh, this is a study that's been published in, in Nature Medicine, a very prestigious um, medical research journal. Uh, and it's an exciting thing because it, it identifies something you know, very novel which could have potential for human health. But at this stage of the game, it's still early days in my view and it needs to go through a stage of other testing. But you know, what's been shown, uh, I think, is exciting. And so this is you know, often what I do on, on this show is talk about published research and it's very rare that I actually talk about my own published research. It's about usually about other people. And in this case, in the, in, you know, something published in a journal like that, highly uh, credentialed, prestigious and so on, it's worth investigating because okay. it, you know, usually it's done in a very solid way. All right. So what does pomegranate have that other fruits and vegetables not have? Well, we, we're not exactly sure. I mean, and we often talk about different fruits and vegetables having these different, um, you know, health promoting compounds in them. What's been shown in this particular research is, is, is a, it's just, you know, the one I just mentioned is, is Swiss researchers, they've got this molecule they've identified in, in, in pomegranate. It says when it's ingested and transformed by the bacteria in our gut, it makes this particular molecule, which is then helping muscle cells be protected against one of the major sources of aging. So within our cells, we have these mito what's called mitochondria. They're the, the energy powerhouses within the cells, enable the cells to do what they have to do, the energy source. Now, these powerhouses need to turn over on a regular basis. They break down, they get replaced. When this process goes awry, the defective powerhouses, these mitochondria, they start to accumulate and they can degrade the health of the tissue. And that's one of the contributing factors of ageing is that we may have this build-up of these defective powerhouses. What the researchers have identified is that this molecule can help with this turnover process, you know, helping to replace and, and maintain the function of these energy powerhouses. And they've shown this very convincingly in different animals, especially in ageing mice, which is, you know, in mammals like humans, ageing mice, they showed that they treated them with this uh, molecule, which was synthesised, it improved their ability to do particular types of exercise that improve their, their strength and so on. We need to make sure the fruit itself doesn't contain this molecule, but it actually contains the precursor molecule so that when that's ingested, it's converted by the gut bacteria into this protective um, molecule. So how much of the molecule you produce will depend on what bacteria you have in the intestine and the amount of bacteria or the type of bacteria differ between people and if you don't have the right sort of bacteria then you won't get the benefit and that, that's a bit of a concern but already you now you can imagine that the, this research has led to the formation of a company that's already working on producing the right molecule and you know so that everyone doesn't miss out and conducting clinical trials on patients so I think 
like research that's been done on pomegranates and other things before, uh, the research is exciting, but we still have to test whether it's going to be effective in humans. And okay. so um, an exciting bit of research, but some follow-up required. Gordon Lynch, our guest, talking health and fitness this morning, specifically pomegranates. Are they a superfood that can counteract ageing? We don't know just yet. But there's been all sorts of claims made about them in the past, so they must have something going for them. Yeah, look, I think about 10 years ago, I wrote an article which was, again, about this sort of research, and um, it was encouraging, I would say, preliminary evidence that showed mice that were injected with human prostate cancer cells. So often they do this as a modelling way. They had a slower rate of cancer progression when they received this a pomegranate extract and so naturally this concept was then tested in prostate cancer trials and the results were published last year but they didn't show the same benefit and this particular trial looked at um, prostate specific antigen or PSA levels as a marker of prostate cancer and the pomegranate juice as an intervention uh, didn't have that same level of benefit that they showed previously in the mice so that's one thing so the follow-up studies that are important whether we advocate it more broadly, well, let's just hold on and say, well, further testing might be required. The same thing with heart disease. Last year, researchers from Israel showed that a combination of pomegranate juice and dates, along with the pits, they got the pits and they crushed them up and used that as well, provided some protection from the development of atherosclerosis, which is the hardening of the arteries, and it's a, a contributing factor to heart disease. In mice which were prone to getting atherosclerosis, they showed that given Giving this pomegranate juice and the extract reduced oxidative stress in the artery walls by about 33%, decreased the amount of cholesterol in the arteries by around about 28%. So uh, this group was advocating you know, the pomegranate juice with the dates, the combination with the pits as well, ground up and eaten, as having potential benefits for cardiovascular disease. I think, again, it remains to be seen whether that's going to have the same effect in human trials. And, and that's why there's always this progression from the discovery and then what follows next and the need for testing in humans, patients with different conditions and so on. And that's where it led to this latest research, which was, and again, this discovery of a particular molecule. Under certain conditions, it could have anti-aging benefits. Testing needs to be done to see whether that follows through. They've done very good tests in lower animals like worms, have done studies in ageing mice and shown it to be effective, well, the next steps are to test it in humans and see whether that has any benefit as well. Benefit is one thing. What about detriment? Really, there's no problem with eating pomegranates or drinking pomegranate juice. Even if it doesn't help with the anti-ageing process, and we're not 100% sure of that just yet, you know, you're not going to lose anything by eating a couple of pomegranates a day. Or how many do you have to eat in order to get some benefit here? That's unknown. And some, the advocates would say, well, you should introduce some pomegranate juice as part of your, your daily uh, intake. Well, that's interesting too. But I think eating more of one type of food isn't always the best approach. Not everyone's likely to benefit in the same way. So if, you, if, if we had a, a, you know, a thousand people taking the same thing, some may have different benefits than others. Some may not benefit at all. I think a sort of a better approach and it comes back to common sense is to try and eat a variety of vegetables and fruits nuts and seeds so all of these things about antioxidant properties and anti-inflammatory properties coming from our natural sources of food pomegranates can be put in that mix I'm, I'm, I'm certainly a fan of it and I think the juice is an easy way to consume it but we need to put it in the context of healthy living often when these stories come out people say well I'll, I'll have more of this and that will counteract all these other things it doesn't really work that way you just can't eat quantities of a particular so-called 
superfood and neglect the other aspects of your health. So we need to consider how much food we're eating, what sorts of foods we're eating, how much we're exercising, how much sleep we're getting, if we're not getting enough or we're getting too much, um, how much alcohol we're consuming and all those different factors. So if you're overdoing it in one of these particular areas, then just consuming more of a specific type of nutrient is unlikely to cancel the negative effects of and, and balance the ledger. So it comes back to basics. It's sensible approaches, more of the good things, less of the not so good things to tip the balance towards better health in the long term, but also enjoying our lives as well. And I think that's where the sense needs to prevail here. I think we should be going for a variety of different fruits and vegetables to get as many of these different antioxidants and anti-inflammatory effects from from the natural food yeah. sources. should point out, though, that if you are on certain medication or have problems, then pomegranate juice may not be good for you. I was just reading about some drugs that are used to treat high cholesterol or high blood pressure, and mm-hmm. pomegranate juice may affect that. So you just need to check if you are going to maybe up your pomegranate juice intake, you might want to talk to your doctor. As we always say with these sorts of things, and we've got to be sensible about um, what we're eating and drinking, just having more of a certain thing may not be the right thing. And if you have a particular health condition, the interactions with certain medications may aggravate a particular condition, and that's not, not the way you want it. So if you're thinking about you know, having more of a certain thing that you that you read about or you see, check with your doctor first and make sure that it's not, if you're on certain types of blood thinning medications and other things, it may be an inappropriate choice so it's always making sure that it's going to be the right thing for you and that's again where common sense prevails so just do a little bit of research especially if you are going to introduce something to your diet like this that you don't know anything about uh, even though there's many 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 good things especially you talked about the antioxidants it's, it's very high in them so that's a good thing but just make sure that it is the right thing for you gordon thank you very much Thank you very much, Rod. Gordon Lynch Health and Fitness.